Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. So let's talk about incline hiking Mm -hmm. versus decline hiking. Right. This is something that you and I are... We we are like two roads in a yellow wood. Two roads in a yellow Mm -hmm. wood that diverge in totally different directions. It's true. I much prefer a decline. And I much prefer an incline. Okay, why do you prefer an incline? (laughs) And we're best friends. (laughs) (laughs) I like the challenge of the incline. I like kind of pushing my body up in that way. I have one kinky sort of knee that doesn't love decline. So you're a fetish for winning. I have a fetish for winning. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome Um, to the stage. Have you ever met me? Yeah. Give me the gold star now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I mean, we're both competitive people. Mm -hmm. I don't love incline hiking because as we discovered on this trip, uh, when I feel things, I feel them immediately and intensely. It's true. Where I... (laughs) Let it's a slow simmer. burn. It is a simmer you, to a boil. I'm like on the middle of an incline hike. I am so frustrated and I'm so mad. I have so many incline tokens and when they're spent, that's set. Right. That is it. No incline for you, no shower for you. Uh, no. <laughs> like that one campsite. Mm-hmm, like that one campsite. But when we start going back down, when the decline begins, I feel instantly better. It's true. I don't dislike decline. It just hurts me more. <laughs> That's right. Let's see what else we could apply that to. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, I get that. I would say that incline hurts me more. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not a big fan. A big fan. A big fan. Right. A big fan. I mean, there are certain things like the beehive in Acadia, I would much rather go up and rather than go down. Tricky things. Was tricky. Yeah. We did go down the first time by mistake. Right. And then we went up the second time we we went through. And the other thing about incline I don't love Mm -hmm. is when it's not clearly marked on a map that something is going to be inclined. Right, when there's no elevation When mapping. there's no elevation mapping or there is... But the section that you're on doesn't look like it's filled with elevation. It looks right. flat. Mm-hmm. When that happens, that's really annoying. Mm-hmm. That pushes your um, explode button real uh, basically, fast. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. does. No, I would rather have that, like, I don't know. There's just, like, something nice about that. 
I'm a... A glutton for competition. Looking for adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky, don't wake the sun There's so much to be done, and the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real, you can feel You can open your eyes and open your heart when you gaze at the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. At the National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you We would like to acknowledge that while hiking in the area, also known as Grand Teton National Park, we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Shoshone Bannock, Eastern Shoshone, and Cheyenne people. Grand Teton National Park was established in February 26th of 1929. So it is firmly a... Is it an Aries? Honey, no. Pisces. Your, your understanding of where things land on the Zodiac <laughs> is... It's is, it's uh, bad. Filled with gaps. Filled with gaps. It's a Pisces. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is us holding on to like a season one bit. Oh, but I enjoy it. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> so hold on, we do. will. Great. Firmly a Pisces expanded September fourteenth, nineteen fifty. So Virgo rising. Sure. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't even. Pisces Virgo rising is a very good sign. That is from a song. Um, is it? Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. Okay, they mention Pisces that, Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah, that's a lyric in the song. That sounds like something from the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Teton is a park that is known for its backcountry camping, climbing, fishing, hiking, wildlife. Honestly, the things to see are are the Tetons. The actual range itself is kind of like you can't miss it and it's incredibly beautiful and hard to comprehend at the same time. Mm -hmm. Everything felt very big in the Tetons. Yeah, we arrived in Grand Teton National Park after hiking the South Rim Trail of the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. We drove out of Yellowstone National Park, came out through the south entrance, didn't take too long from the south entrance to get to essentially the spot where you can see those Grand Tetons. Right, and where you enter the park. It is just due south. They are sisters, essentially. uh Uh Uh-huh. Not, they can't do it alone. Not, <laughs> that's a Chicago mm-hmm. reference. Not so close like a King's Canyon and a Sequoia. No, like but literally darn close. Basic, they're but darn close. Darn close. You know they're, they're darn close. You know it. Um, yeah, they so, don't kiss. They're not like kissing cousins no, or anything. But, <laughs> um, and Grand Teton feels enormous, and yeah. it is, but technically speaking, is a smaller park than Yellowstone. Oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. Yellowstone is huge. Yes. So we drive in. To the left, we see just desert, nothing. And then to the right, it's these gigantic Tetons. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided, we were like, we're going to do our visitor center stuff now right. and not hike today 
but get our bearings of what's mm-hmm. happening before we head to where we're staying, our accommodations. Right. And then we'll come back tomorrow. Which was some funny accommodations in lots of ways. But we'll yes. get to that in a second. We head to the visitor center first. We pull in and we go to the white alert Craig <laughs> Thomas Discovery and Visitor Center, named after a Republican center. Anyway, um, so it's a really big visitor center. And it's got these giant sweeping windows and there is a theater, but it's COVID closed. Mm-hmm. And but there is all of this exhibition. And the right. exhibition was like all about the science of the Tetons, how they were formed, also the indigenous history of the area. People that settled, the animals that were there. Lots exactly. of like um, lots of sculpture, which I appreciated um, yeah. to kind of like hammer that point home, but also some very informative placards um, in front of those sculptures. We too. would find out later that they have invested a lot of money in the visitor center experience mm-hmm. in Grand Teton National Park. This yes. was our first taste of that. Yeah. And I noted that the structures where they had the information resembled the peaks of the Tetons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had an art exhibit too in there as well. There were some folk um, art. There was some folk art. There was also collections from um, indigenous people and indigenous tribes of the area too yes. that were in display cases as well. So it was a very, it was a beautiful visitor center. They had a lot to offer there. I think it was one of the like more pristine-ish sort of visitor centers. Oh, certainly. It yeah. was definitely that. It was like high class, baby. We chatted with a ranger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we were particularly interested in, there's a loop that went around. It was the Cascade one, Canyon to Paintbrush, Paintbrush Canyon, Canyon loop. loop. We couldn't really tell on the map how long it was. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to talk to the ranger about this. We were like, hey, could we do this loop? And the ranger was like, you could. It's 20 miles. Right. And we, we were had talked, like, Yeah, okay. we had talked to some folks when we were in Glacier, which had happened prior to this, even though we're not there yet in the show. And they had recommended this hike. This um, hike, right. So yeah. we talked to the ranger and the ranger said, a lot of people will go up Paintbrush Canyon and do the loop around Holly Lake and then come back. Right. And, and if that you, was, he was like, if you decide to go past Holly Lake, the switchbacks are very intense. It's it's a lot. And then you would loop into Cascade Canyon basically right, to right. come back down. Yeah. But everyone kind of consistently said that if you were only going to go up one of these sides, because essentially like this loop goes around one of the mountains, Mm -hmm. one of the Tetons Mm -hmm. that um, right near disappointment peak. (laughs) (laughs) Right there. That is there. Um, But to if you're only going to explore one of these two canyons, Mm -hmm. that paintbrush was the one to explore. Mm -hmm. That was later confirmed too. later confirmed. Mm -hmm. They also had a store in this visitor center, which we went into. I got a hat in the store. Mm-hmm. This hat was designed by a local artist. Mm-hmm. Using, um, it was all like recycled water bottles that had made the hat, which I thought was cool. It was yeah. like a way to like use recycling and sustainability practices to sell merchandising, which was great. After that, we kind of poked around both the store and the visitor center. We leave and we head out on the road and towards the teep ton try to say this correctly because it is a little bit of a tongue twister the alta teton tp lodge which is where we were staying which was on the complete other side of the tetons yes yeah in idaho in idaho And that meant we were going to have to drive through Jackson Hole. Yes. And then later over Teton Pass in order to get there. Right. Which we 
really had a hard time finding accommodations when we booked everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was a weren't tricky. ridiculously expensive. Right. So this was a little further away and we knew we would have to do right. some driving, but it, it looked really comfortable right. and lovely. We were also told the drive through Teton Pass was going to be really nice. Yeah. Um, a, like a lot of good views. Really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we got some gas in Jackson Hole. This is when I saw like it was a grandmother, a mom and a daughter who were paying for like snacks inside of the gas station. Mm-hmm. And um, they got into an argument about whose truck it was that they were in. Like oh. daughter was like, I don't have cash. Let me go get cash out of my truck. And mother's like, it's my truck. It's oh. not your truck. She's like, it doesn't matter. And, and then and they got into an argument about oh, whose about truck. possessive it, Who um, owned articles. the truck. Yes. <laughs> and it was like, I'm just eating my snacks watching. Right. I'm kidding. I hadn't paid for them, so I wasn't eating them. But <laughs> yeah. we drove through Jackson Hole yes. next. And Mike, why don't you tell us with your rain cloud sensibilities mm-hmm. what your experience was driving through Jackson Hole? It was a lot it is very touristy. That's essentially the long and the short of it. Um, when you get past like the Teton, like after you exit out of the park, which isn't that far from Jackson Hole, you come into the town. Um, one of the first stop lighted streets you encounter has a park that has an archway full of antlers that that has been created by a local and artist. There are restaurants. Everywhere, everywhere stores everywhere stores everywhere and it was just there were people everywhere too and so we were still and still are living in covid you know carefulness and trying to like navigate the world in that way and it just felt like a lot there and also just trying to drive we hit unfortunately <laughs> we were in traffic for quite some time trying yeah. to um essentially get around to Teton Pass because we were basically at like rush hour traffic, essentially. Yeah, And your sort of um, sourness about souveniring along with your sourness about waiting, that sort of created a perfect storm for you to just really dislike Jackson Hole. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. (laughs) Guess we're not getting that like advertising (laughs) deal. (laughs) We did not get any sort of time to spend in Jackson Hole as far as like walking around and like exploring it. and, and, And people will come just to vacation in Jackson Hole. Well, and Jackson Hole is one of the wealthiest towns in like America. Areas, yes. Because like Airbnbs there were so much well, money. But so many celebrities also own homes it's true, in it's the Jackson true. Hole area or in Jackson Hole proper. So yeah. what I'm saying is that there's a lot of money here. Yeah. And because of that, this is not like West Yellowstone was sort of like very touristy mm-hmm. and very sort of like accessible as far as like restaurants. It felt sort of like everybody could gather there. Yeah. Jackson Hole feels a little more like there's a lot of wealth around. Right. And um, yes, a, that was definitely especially later when we saw Teton Village, but which right. is near Jackson Hole, but not in Jackson Hole. Right. So uh, would I go back to explore Jackson Hole? Absolutely. Sure. sure. It's a cute spot we and about I was trying like, to do like a brewery one night and yeah we did and we ended manifest up it didn't itself. work out because yeah. of other things that ended up happening yes but thankfully every amenity you could imagine is there mm-hmm. and you know I needed some super glue and luckily like there was an ace hardware mm-hmm. so I was able to get some I needed super glue because um my boots which 
I loved these boots, but the soles were starting to come off. And right. so I had to glue them back together in order to like be able to keep going the right. following two days in yeah. Grand Teton. Yes. Things to return to. It's, I'm not trying to like totally, you know, take a crap on Jackson Hole by any means, but I think it better to encounter maybe when it wasn't high tourist season, but I don't know when that is because but I think, also yeah. we need to remember that you are not somebody who has an affinity for like little town exploration. No, I would say I am not bell. Not at <laughs> all. And I do. I, if I see a little town with cute stores, I'm like, Oh, I'm stopping here mm-hmm. and I can spend the whole day here. Just like yep. walking around, getting there a coffee, the with exploring, looking in this little shop, looking in this. I love, I live for that. bread and rolls to sell. That is not your thing. Mm-hmm. We are two roads that diverge in a wood <laughs> yet again on yep. that. Mm-hmm. So as we continue driving on after Ace Hardware, we get to Teton Pass. Right. And this was, I knew this was going to be hard. Mm-hmm. As far as driving goes. However, but I was driving this. You time. were driving this yeah. time. So much easier than going to the Sun Road. Mm-hmm. Not even close to what the experience mm-hmm. was like doing that. But it was similar to like Colorado. Colorado, trying to get to the Grand Lake side. Yeah. It was definitely something you did first that I was like, okay, now I could do it myself mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. Which uh, I did. I ended up driving it later. After we get to the other side of the pass, we end up in these small towns, essentially. Tiny uh, little Tiny little towns, towns. But like nice, cute main streets. Again, places we thought, oh, we could like check these out later. This was mm-hmm. less intense than Jackson Hole. Yeah. But it's very clear that a lot of people live over here and take that pass every day to All work. All the time. Mm-hmm. That pass is busy. Yeah. And so we mean like you're going up and up and up. And up and up into the mountains, and then you get to the apex, and then you start going down, down, and down, yep, and down. Yep, 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 Until you get back to, you know, level ground. Yeah. We, you know, drive through Idaho for a minute, Wyoming for a minute again, and then we were back in Idaho was the way it worked, right? We were in Wyoming through Teton Pass. Mm-hmm. Then we were in Idaho. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like when we drove through all those little towns, yeah. we basically were driving one way down this road until we got to this one little town, Alta. Mm-hmm. And then we turned right. Mm-hmm. And when we turned right to head down the road, that road about three to four miles mm-hmm. to get to our accommodations, that's when we ended up in Wyoming. Right. Again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a little bit of uh, quick state travel there. Yes. Um, and we get to this lodge, which is beautiful. It's really lush. It sort of appears to be like an A-frame or yeah. like a TP. But but round. Yes. And it all comes to a point at yeah. the top center. Yeah. It was clearly a ski lodge or yep. designed and at one point and is yeah. a ski lodge. It was wonderful. Big, spacious. Very cool, like open hearth area yes a gigantic 12 rooms like that's are around this common room and then um there's this giant uh, fireplace fireplace in the center down below that is some game rooms there's like two terraces up at the top where they have tv and exercise and and they also have another game room yeah and a pool table it was was, lovely yes and and the owners were very wonderful and they had a giant beautiful dog oh yeah what kind of dog was that? Was it a Bernice? I think it was a Bernice Mountain dog. Yeah. I think so. Okay. It was, yeah. it was, it was real cool. Anyway. But we basically just like collapse here. This is also the first time we'd been in a bed in a few days. Oh, yeah. We had like a proper shower. Right. Because we really had been roughing it at that point. Yeah. Even in like a very basic cabin. Yeah. Like 
for a week or so, week and yeah. a half. So, so this was like, I yeah. want to talk about how we found this place or mm-hmm. how the origin of how this place came to us. So we're looking at booking accommodations and, you know, we always want to save money. We had decided we were going to be staying on a campsite for Yellowstone and we had been doing a nice sort of like back and forth mm-hmm. of like being on the ground, then staying in an Airbnb and we couldn't find an Airbnb. I found this place and I was like, it's a little more money, but I feel like we should do it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I found this like hip camp place that has no water. That's just like a field in someone's yard. Why don't we stay here? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to veto that. And I'm going to say absolutely not. I was like, because we're going to be hiking in the Grand Tetons for two straight days. Three, we thought. Three, we thought. And I was like, do you really want to come back to like a hot yard as you're like... Mm -hmm end of day Mm -hmm. like wouldn't that just make you feel great hot yard is also the title of my adult (laughs) film studio (laughs) and so mike was like begrudgingly okay well let's let's do this let's do that and i was Mm -hmm. like i know this is going to be the place of our dreams and it did not disappoint no it didn't it was wonderful right so in the morning we got up now they did provide breakfast but we were getting up early because it was like a 40-ish minute drive back to the 45 to an hour really so we needed to leave before breakfast was available right which we were able to have coffee and yeah because they left some muffins out and stuff they were so cool yeah so we did we made our own breakfast and then we got in the car and hit the road and we drive down through the tiny towns over the teton pass Mm -hmm. back around through jackson hole Mm -hmm. and then we drive back to the same place we entered the day before and so we drive through into the park we were trying to head to the parking area at string lake which meant that we were going to need to drive away from the jenny lake area yep jenny lake is an area that a lot of people is sort of like it's not technically central but it sort of acts as the central point in grand tetons a lot of people take the ferry across jenny lake a lot of people hike around jenny lake so we were headed north of jenny lake not too far but we had to sort of drive this road away from jenny lake yeah and then we got to the north jenny lake junction which is a one-way road that we were headed north and we had to turn left mm-hmm. so we turned left and that took us to the parking area at string lake which uh, there was quite a bit of parking here it's a lot of parking there was so we kept driving as far as we could down as close to the trailhead as we could as get, close basically. to the trailhead as yeah. we could and the thing was like the trailhead proper was like we had to hike a little bit in in order to finally get to what is technically considered the trailhead for this paintbrush canyon to holly lake loop uh we were trying to get as close as possible to get on this connecting trail that would take us there and so we park at the very end of this parking lot area and i went to the restroom and while we were getting ready and we were about to take off this was when you encountered this oh impatient impatient dad dad. he was just like Like in a huff. There was really not many people. We were there early. Not many people. But he was clearly like... He had kids that were like two kids under 10. He was with his wife. He was just like... Like stomping his feet. Like just 
being a child about like having to wait <laughs> to gear up. Wow. And I was like, well, this is my show. Dusty got the gas station show and I get the parking lot show. You get the parking show. lot show. Mm-hmm. So we head off on the trail from the parking lot, which is ultimately a connecting trail that is going to bring us to String Lake, mm-hmm. across String Lake, and then to the juncture. Looking at the map, based on the map in the book that we had and also the map on the sign, I was like, I don't know that this is going to be that much incline because all the incline is like to the sides. Yeah. I was like, I think it's going to be relatively flat because we're hiking at the like bottom of this canyon. Mm-hmm. I would just like to like insert Maleficent laughing right here. This is, um, would you like to give us fools? <laughs> right. Exactly. Except I was already in the mentality of like, this is going to be tough. So we, again, Diverging and, in the wood. Uh, you again, like told yourself lies. I sweet little lied. lies. I gave myself so <laughs> many of them. I just convinced my, I'm like, this is going to be an easy day. Yep. No. Nope. Right. I was um, like, absolutely not. So it was essentially to up to Holly Lake around ish six miles yep. there and then six miles back mm-hmm. in total. On the map, we're headed away from the Jenny Lake area. Yeah. And that's going to bring us up to a juncture, which will put us on the proper trail to head up to Holly Lake, which is basically Paintbrush Canyon at that point. For a while, it is a little lovely stroll through the woods. Yep. But it's not long until we get some incline. And yeah. it's not the worst incline. But it is definitely significant. We kind of continue. It's a little bit of up and down for the most part right here in this section. It's bearable. But I was like, I really thought this is going to be flat. Like we were up over hills and up Mm -hmm. over this. Mm -hmm. And then we finally like descend down to String Lake. Mm -hmm. And we see String Lake. We take a moment here look at the water. I was like, I think that's probably most of the uncline for the day right there. <laughs> so yeah. silly of me. Yeah. And then there's Bulls. that little bridge that we had to cross, mm-hmm. that wooden bridge. Yep. We also got a very nice view of the range, the Teton range here from the lake. So many good views of this. So this was like a nice little early morning. We saw like, we saw like a mom and a son who I guess were hiking too early that morning at the lake as well. But you know, once we cross that small bridge, we do continue on through, you know, a pathway that's in the woods. But at this point, we are getting even tougher incline. Even tougher mm-hmm. incline. And the terrain gets rockier mm-hmm. now. And so it's like rockier terrain. There's incline. I was like, oh. Some switchbacks here and there. I Is it like, should I just swallow the disappointment now <laughs> or not? Right? So funny. There, there is a few switchbacks here. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we come to the top of one switchback. And we say like, oh, it looks like another one's about to start. And we see we've made it to the juncture point. Right. Exactly. Of what is like the trail that's going to bring us up to Holly Lake. And it says that it's about 4.7 miles from there. Yep. And with that, let's take our first break. So we ended up playing this game a lot on the trail. So we're going to play some one letter change. Great. Great. This is a free ticket to an outdoor sleeping area. A camp comp. That is correct. (laughs) So this is a pain that the mutt in the Disney film about Lady and this mutt might have in his side. Oh, a tramp cramp. That's right. (laughs) This is an exclusive level of social hierarchy 
that you can attain where you get to rub shoulders with this deer-like creature that sometimes has furry antlers. What is elk elk? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're of the elk ilk. You're, um, you've reached elk ilk. Mm-hmm. This is someone who is infatuated with people who can levitate off the ground slightly. A hover lover. <laughs> <laughs> So we turn to the right mm-hmm. and we and up we go and it is immediately up. And yep. I was like, Oh God, no, yeah. I know this is going to be up the whole way. Mm-hmm. Um, 4.7 miles in an incline and uh, wasn't wrong. Wasn't wrong no, with that um, no. sort of fear. And I was already living with the, um, the knowledge of this prior to, which I right. guess I could have shared with you. I guess something important to note too, is that I tend to hike faster you do. And I And I don't. And you don't when there's except when we're going like down and, a decline, yeah, yeah. I end up going And faster. so I often I had to like um rein it in a lot for myself and then sometimes I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you didn't. No. Later um, on this trail there was a lot of waiting for me and yeah. it just was what it was. Right. Um, um but so, the weather is beautiful. It's like a perfect day. Yeah. It's a little have asked warm, for better weather. But it's not the worst by any means. No. So Uh, as we're making our way up, it's like green tree coverage, still rocky terrain a little bit on the ground, but not too bad. And we start entering these things called camp zones. It'll say like, now entering this camp zone Mm -hmm. or now leaving this camp zone. And there are these little signs that point to these little remote areas inside the Right, the like little campsites where like they are backcountry camp, campsites, campsites essentially right, that you can reserve. Right, and we knew we had to go through two of these zones as we were hiking. Set it on the map, and that was sort of an idea that gave us an idea of distance and also how long it had been and when our next sort of thing would be that we'd see that was important. Right. So we did see some hikers who had been hiking out as we were hiking up, and we just asked them, "Did you hike the twenty mile loop?" Like, what are you doing? A lot of them like, did. Yeah. A lot of them stayed the night. Mm-hmm. We had mentioned to some of them we were just doing Holly Lake mm-hmm. and back. And they were like, oh, that's a great right. thing to do. Right. After this, which is all uphill, you know, we stopped at some point during one of the camp zones to put on sunblock. After we kind of get through the section, it becomes very rocky and open. But yeah. there's It's sort of like a long shrubs. open section right. with low shrubs right. and lots of flowers. Oh, my God. So many flowers everywhere. And and you get to see like the whole sense of the canyon yes. here from yeah. this opening. Beautiful like, as soon as view. You enter it. And yep. like you're no longer seeing necessarily all of the Tetons anymore no, because you're, you're in, in them. The between a ridge. You're between a ridge of two of them, yes. essentially. We think that this is called Paintbrush Canyon because of the paintbrush flowers that grow um, everywhere, everywhere <laughs> yeah. here, which we were able to figure out what paintbrush looked like and identify them thanks to hiking in Glacier with Becky Lomax. Mm-hmm. There were also a ton of butterflies yeah. everywhere here. Yeah. It was very lush and vegetative. There was also running water. And this is like the reason to do this hike, I think. It is incredible. Like this section, and we hit it, we hit such good wildflower season the entirety of our trip yeah. that we had never really experienced yeah, before. alpine flowers. And so this such like just added on to that. Totally. Um, While so, yeah. we were making our way up, we also passed some NPS workers. We did. 
who like had backpacks full of tools. They also had like, you know, chainsaws. They had, they were taking a break when we passed them. Yeah. Clearly they were like making their way up to do some trail maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we didn't, we didn't really know what was happening because like we didn't ask at that time. No. We just sort of, pa- we said hello and we passed them. Right. But they had tools. And yeah. Stuff. They had tools. We could make assumptions. We could yeah. use our deductive reasoning. Not long after this, did we see a group of people on horseback? Right. And they were headed toward us. So they were headed out. The person who... uh, Was leading. He said, oh, yeah, we were trying to go all the way up, but... There's a down tree. There's a down tree. So we weren't able to go. Right. We stood off to the side, let all these people on horseback pass us, which it was lovely to see all these horses. Mm -hmm. And then we kept going. And then we did run into that tree that had like fallen over. And we were like, okay, this must be the tree that they were talking about. We had to climb over it. No way for those horses to go around. No. This is our (laughs) journey of seeing lots of people, which is nice because we're in bear country still. And also there are so many hikes that we're on where we don't run into anybody. And so it was nice to actually have all these faces pass and get to chat with some people. There was a, a younger woman, probably around 19, who was literally just booking it. Like she comes up behind us. Booking we it. We had come up to like this turn sort of like above the f- underbrushy floral area. And she's just like zooming with her headphones in. And, but um, she like said hello yeah. And like we said hello back She was like yeah I'm trying to do the loop We were like oh good for you Yeah 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 Good for you yeah. And so we like waved She waved and like she continued on And she was just like flying Oh yeah she like fully fully flying Yeah This is a point when we were like hiking near one another When I hadn't <laughs> Right when Taken you her wind right, and, f- exactly. and followed her Yeah Now at this bend This is kind of like a switchback here Because like we turned We went up a little bit Then we had to turn again We were in a little bit of tree coverage yep, Yeah That led us out to what We'll call the rocky section Yeah There's this section on the Which map you, There was like a basically a giant boulder That we were looking at ahead of us Yeah For most of the time that we were in this underbrushy area Right And, and there's like, this We think thing, we have to go up there There's this thing that On the map Where it looks like we either have to walk across the boulder Or walk across something here We're not sure Mm-hmm But there is this big boulder, and then near it is all of this rock that looks like almost like scree rock. Right. It's similar to what we experienced on Tamichi Root and Black Hand in the Gunnison. However, like that was the kind of scree rock that you take a step and your foot is like sliding, going like a foot into the rock every single time Mm -hmm. because there's so many, it's like tiny gravel, right? There was this fairly extensive area of just rock. Like you would, you would think it was almost like moraine left over by a glacier. Yeah. And we also, this is where I'm ahead of you a little bit and I see a pika. That's right. There was just like a little baby pika, a little baby poking pika. through the rock, and I saw like it too around. when I got you up did. there. Yeah, um, it was so cute. But this is also very exposed, so hot. It's hot. Whereas before we were exposed, but there was like brush around us and river and the river or streams running through. So yeah. there was coolness there. So this is definitely this like is higher up, higher and hotter, very exposed. Right. So right after this section, we hit switchbacks mm-hmm. which this was like sort of wasn't back a in the ton woods. of them but we're back in the woods mm-hmm. and the switchbacks are you know long enough and they're going they're going up they're not as hard as some switchbacks we do say the following day right but these switchbacks were <laughs> they're plenty tight. tough yeah and they were about the same incline that we had been doing like yeah. it wasn't like they were suddenly less 
of an incline right. or more or of an more. incline. It's yeah. consistent. This was the part where I'm fully slowing down now no. because I just, it was so, my body was so finished. Your robot energy power down. All of it, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like barely putting one foot in front of another and you're being very patient. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I... I was going through sort of an internal struggle of like, I can't believe I'm moving this slow. Am I really this out of shape? Like all these sort of like dread questions, which like the truth is I was fine. I just needed to move slowly right then. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We know our limits. Mm -hmm. And like this trail had already hit the limit for me. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I couldn't keep going. It's that I could. I just had to go slow. Right. I'm dealing with all those like internal thoughts attacking me while we're headed up these And I'm just a Labrador fully living my life. (laughs) And you're running. Like (laughs) (laughs) running so excited Mm -hmm. at the top of these switchbacks. There's this section that we'll call the straight shot. Yeah. And it looks like at the end of it is Holly Lake. Well, it looks like it's the end of something. It It looks like it. (laughs) We're like, okay, we got to do it. Like, it's not that this far. This is a steady incline, But it's too. still a steady incline, yeah. and you can see the end point. And I, there were so many times on this straight shot where I was like, I don't think I'm going to get all the way there. Mm-hmm. I don't actually think I'm going to get all the way there. Mm-hmm. There was one point I had to stop, breathe some, and I was like, oh my God, just help me get to the end. And then I'm not kidding you, these like two butterflies swirled around me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I think that was definitely a sign from something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have... <laughs> she gave me she some came, of that Rhiannon energy. Came to, uh, yeah. <laughs> came to <laughs> And so when I got up to the top to this, what I thought was the end, mm-hmm. I just collapsed. Right. I collapsed. Um, There's like, some oh rocks, like bigger rocks that we were able to sit on. We and, had some people that had passed us on the straight shot, some like younger folks in their mid-20s. Those whippersnappers. But yep. like, yeah, they, they zoomed on by. But they were also like... This this is hot. Like, and there they was were a on the solo bus. hiker. Yeah. She was on her way down. She's like, oh, yeah, Holly Lake is not too much further. It's like another mile and a half. I was like, <gasps> okay, thank <laughs> you. Um, this was when you suggested, you were like, hey, you know what? Maybe let's just go to the lake and then turn around. We don't even have to do the loop. Because yeah. like, there was a difficult section of the Holly Lake. There was this Past loop around Holly Lake. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a great yeah. idea. This yeah. is when I really discovered how I feel things immediately and mm-hmm. intensely. And mm-hmm. it might be my moon and Leo, but mm-hmm. whatever. We do gather ourselves and our emotions. And we head off on the last leg of this incline journey towards Holly Lake. And with that, let's take another break. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage... Holly Lake. Holly Lake. That's right. I mean, it, the name she was writes right there. Itself. Yep. Holly Lake. Mm-hmm. Do the holidays come to mind immediately when you think of Holly Lake or no? Oh, she's a Hallmark queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she I like is. that. And Hallmark, you know, it would be a way to give an olive branch of inclusivity if you made oh, a certainly. drag queen that was. Like the host of your holiday, like in between the... Oh, um, literally what I was thinking. In between the movies. She'd be like Maria Menudos at the movie. Right. Or back (laughs) when they used to do the um, dinner in a movie on like, what was it, TBS or something like that? And they had those... It was very funny. Those people who would like... 
oh, we're going to make this food yep, in between. Here's the snack. Yeah. Like, it had a lot of different hosts. It did. Something like that. But Holly Lake is the host of that mm-hmm. in between the Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. And she also gets to make commentary. Right. And she's like, we're going to do a holiday craft. Like today, we're going to string popcorn together and while reading messages from our exes and then throwing them in the fire. Oh, <laughs> like it's I craft, like that. It's crafting. I like that. It's today ven- vengeance we're going to make vengeance cards <laughs> to like take a photo of you looking great, mm-hmm. and we're going to mail it to our ex. Right, vengeance crafting. Exactly. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. Revenge crafts. Revenge crafts. Exactly. Where is our Pinterest page? I know. Seriously, seriously. revenge crafts. <laughs> right. It's like when you're like when you send the like. You know, you write the whole letter about your year mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, this is how great my life is, but you only send it to your exes. Right. 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 I think I that's like our it. merch then. It's Revenge Crafts and they're sold revenge exclusively at Michael's and, and Hallmark, their Hallmark and yeah. Hallmark mm-hmm. stores. She probably does like a lot of different like, you know, holiday songs by different divas who, you know, you know, if if Hallmark was able to afford the, the you rights. know, the rights to those mm-hmm. songs. Like I'm sure like we'll get some Mariah Carey mm-hmm. all I want for Christmas. Of course, how you. could you not? Right. It's so, already started on the airwaves, I'm sure. Right. Slash it's all year round. It's all year round. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh I love this. A revenge craft queen on the Hallmark channel. <laughs> She's got it all. She's got it all. Mm-hmm. So, Thades and gentle them, please welcome to the stage, Holly Lake. Send it to your ex and let them know how well you're doing without them. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays from Holly Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting for a moment did give me a little more energy, mm-hmm. and we were able to... You were more with it at this point. I was more with it. Because I think it. you knew the end was in sight, actually. And so, we make our way up this final incline right we have to head to the, at the juncture though you could continue straight or and you that'll bring you right. to a waters lake, like yeah. some lake but it wasn't holly lake no so we headed to the right we headed to the right mm-hmm. and this incline is not so bad though there are spots where it got really steep and it was it was shaded though we were but in it trees was shaded again. we saw and that deer cool. We did. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. It was, there was a lot of running water up here too. Yeah. It was very, very picturesque. picturesque. Yeah. The whole time. Mm-hmm. After we finally do make it through this, like, it was more like a mile. It felt. Yeah. It wasn't a mile and a it half. It didn't feel like a mile and a Somewhere half. Somewhere around a mile. Then we do finally arrive at Holly Lake mm-hmm. and that was lunchtime for us. It was. Those younger hikers that like passed us, they were sitting on this sort of like rock island in the middle of the lake. Right. That they had like made their way and to. And as we were walking along the lake, there was another trail that sort of comes down to it. That's and right. That we would have had to have taken up if we wanted to continue the loop. Right. And there were three women who were backpacking. Yes. Um, and we were talking to them for a little bit and they had. Super nice done, people. They had done the loop. Um, and they were, we were just talking to them about what we were up to and, and whatnot. And they Super were like, great. oh, it's only like 4.7 miles down to the juncture. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. They were excited to hear that from yeah. us. So we sat down and we ate mm-hmm. and, um, such a rejuvenating moment. Yeah. And it was sort of like, yes, those young folks were over there, but then they eventually left yeah. and it was just they the swam. two of us. They were swimming too. I think, and so it kind of felt like just the two of us sitting there. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. And um, it was still, while it was exposed, it was cool yeah. and it was sunny, but yeah. still cool. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. 
we did finally decide to pack it in and start heading back down. Yeah. We left Holly Lake. We walked down this section. We got back to the juncture. We walked down the straight shot section and we made our way back to the switchbacks. Right. We didn't see too many people at this point until we encountered the NPS workers again on the switchbacks. And this is where we had the time to be like, hey, so what are you doing? Like, so they told us a little bit about what they were up to. Yeah. Um, they were cute and they were jacked and they were carrying woodworking tools. That's true. <laughs> so, and we were like, well, tell us more as we twirled <laughs> our hair. <laughs> right. Right. Show me how you cut the trees. <laughs> Speaking of handsome gentlemen, we also met another handsome gentleman right. on this trail on the At way the down. the bottom of the switchbacks, right before we were going back down into the big open area of yeah. rock. We'd stopped to take like an ussy. I and thought we ran into him twice. No. We, I'm pretty sure we ran into him oh, two we did. times. We did on the way. Oh, I'm trying to remember no, now. No, we ran yeah. into him two times. The first time we ran into him, we were headed down and he was taking a break. Mm-hmm. And we just said hello and hi. And we were chatting for like a moment. Right. He mentioned that his name was Miles. Mm-hmm. And we said hello. In this moment, we were we both were like smitten 11-year-olds. A cute alert. <laughs> because we were like... It was like the really, you know, the cute older boy in school was like mm-hmm. giving you attention. <laughs> so mm-hmm. It was one of those moments. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. He was so lovely and friendly. Mm-hmm. And then we said goodbye. Right. And then we made our way along the switchbacks. Right. So then right down toward the bottom of it, the switchbacks, we were like, oh, let's take some pictures here. So we like try to take an ussy, mm-hmm. which is the term we got from our friends, Cynthia and Glacier. And then right behind us, Miles appears and he's like, oh, do you want me to take this photo? And we were like, uh, sure. sure. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> so we take, he takes some pictures of mm-hmm. us and then we were like, do you, would you like to take a photo too? Mm-hmm. We're happy to take some photos for you. He's like, yeah. And so like, he's standing there and he's like, do I look strong? <laughs> and both of and us... I blanched we were and like, almost faced. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I was okay. like yeah, yeah, you do. You do. You, do. Mm-hmm. you look very strong. He's like, great. It's. I think he was a little... I think he was on some gummies or something yeah. at this moment mm-hmm. in time. It was clear. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, like, he had life. told us that he had, like, spent the night. He'd spent right? three days without a shower. Right. He was he like, said I'm that. sorry. I'm I'm in a jet now because I need I haven't to get back to my van. Yeah. I, I'm headed to Yellowstone after this. Yeah. He had spent some time in Glacier. Yeah. He a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, it was a lovely encounter mm-hmm. and um he was lovely people and then like after we took photos, he just like it was like he was almost running. Oh, like, he was trail running basically at that point. Down at once that he point. zipped down. Yeah. He did look strong. He did. <laughs> uh, we told him the truth. He did we look did. strong. So we continue through the switchbacks. We get to the bottom and now we're back into the rocky section, right. which is still exposed and still hot. And we're making our way down. Not as quickly as we were before because these rocks are not. Uh, the footfall know, isn't as the easy. The footfall's not as easy. Yeah. So. But so, that leads us back through that one sort of weird switchback that brings us back to the long open section. Right, which is the kind of underbrushy, flowery section. And we're making good time. We are. 
we see that the tree that had been blocking where the, the horses were, the horses were, was cut down by those MPS workers. Right, which was kind of cool to have like what was funny been was there like, one minute and right, then come back the next. When dawn. we were passing through, I was like, "What is? Why do I smell cedar right, so right. strong?" Yeah. And it was because this tree had been cut down, and they had done that to a few trees that yes. had been in the. They were doing trail maintenance. Trail maintenance being there right after they were cut down, the smell of cedar was so strong. Yeah. And I say cedar, but it could have been pine. Who knows? But it was like a beautiful... It felt... It smelled like cedar to me. Yeah. What I understand cedar to smell like. Me too. So then we're... Closer to the end of this section. And we're getting close and we see some hikers ahead of us who are sort of pointing off the trail to our right. And they like motion to us very quietly and they're like, there's a moose over. And we turned and we looked and... Um, all, there's a river. There's a river. And then on the other side of the river, there was some brush. Mm-hmm. And so they were in there. And so we're looking. And so I just turned the camera on. And then like for this brief glimpse of a moment, this enormous moose head appears like through the leaves. And then it disappears again. Yeah. It was really cool. It was so majestic Mm -hmm. and it felt great because there's a whole river between us right so i didn't feel like oh god the moose moose couldn't forge the river no because it wasn't a big river but we were far enough away and not trying to be in its business as we were making our way down we did tell some other folks about the moose we were like take a look it's like after this one camp leaving this campsite area we saw people that were like oh did you see the moose they're like oh yeah we told the other hikers about it you're we're so glad that you saw it yeah yeah exactly yeah as we continued down, we finally eventually made our way back down to the original juncture that said it was 4.7 miles from there. And um, we sat there and we decided to eat our second peanut butter sandwich. Right. Lunch Bef- too. It was like Hobbit Town. Hobbit. Over- yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, because after this, we decided not to go back to the car, no. but to do another hike. Okay, let's put Paintbrush Canyon, this trail to Holly Lake on the Karen Stone scale. I'm going to say a six. A six? Yeah. Okay, two roads have diverged in a wood here (laughs) because this is a nine for me. No, not for me. This is a very tough incline. No, I enjoyed myself this entire day. Actually, comparatively to what we're doing tomorrow, I am going to give it an eight, actually. Okay. Because not yeah. because not this next episode with one after it, that's a full on nine. So <laughs> this is a that might be a ten. But anyway, this is an eight. Mm-hmm. This is very tough. It's long. It's so much longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's I don't know. Long. I just enjoyed it. I know that you enjoyed it. I lived. You're I was a, a Labrador. At You're a cat at midnight. <laughs> right. You're a Labrador lapping in the water. I actually would love to go back and do the whole loop now that oh, we've done this. Now that I've done this already, right. I would. This is a trail I would absolutely do again right. and do the whole loop. Right. And one thing that Miles did tell us when he time. did the whole loop, mm-hmm. he was like, "Paintbrush is so much nicer than." Then uh, Cascade. the other side, he said Cascade yeah. wasn't as though I'm sure Cascade is yeah. very pretty. But I'm curious, like, would we go up Cascade or would we go up the same way and then come back down Cascade? I don't know. Who knows? But we're looking at 14 out of 20 Karen stones. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to end this episode with some Jeopardy style trivia. Mike, are you ready? I am. For this. I am. Because I am ready. Great. 
Great. Who should go first? Why don't you go first? Okay. So I was inspired by the name Paintbrush Canyon. Mm -hmm. And I was inspired by colors. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a quote from a film. Mm -hmm. You just have to identify the film from the quote. Mm -hmm. But the film has a color in the title. Grotta. 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 Got it. Some of them are a little tricky. And some of them are not necessarily the most common names for colors, but they are definitely names for Mm -hmm. colors. Okay, are you ready? Got it. For 100. Great. I have to do this in dialect or else it's not going to work. Okay. For too long I've been parched of thirst and unable to quench it. Too long I've been starving to death and haven't died. I feel nothing, not the wind on my face, nor the spray of the sea, nor the warmth of a woman's flesh. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. What is Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl? That is correct. <laughs> great. I was See, like, it oh. wouldn't work. It wouldn't work if no. it weren't in dialect. Mm-mm. Okay, great. For 200. And last week, I saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Siegel, and I talked her out of buying this truly heinous Angora sweater. Whoever said that orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed. What is legally blonde? That is correct. You see what I mean? Blonde Mm -hmm. is the type of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. For 300. I don't need you anymore. All my life, you made me believe I was only worth what someone would pay for me. But Christian loves me. He loves me. He loves me, Harold. And that is worth everything. We're going away from you, away from the Duke, away from here. What is Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, incorrect. Oh. But that was such a good guess because it has the color in the title. And also Christian, because <laughs> it's Christian Grey, isn't it? It is. Oh. It is. Unfortunately, no, that is okay. incorrect. It okay. was uh, what is Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, for 400. This is the best thing to wear for today. You understand? Because I don't like women in skirts. And the best thing is to wear pantyhose or some pants under a short skirt, I think. Then you have the pants under the skirt, and then you can pull the stockings up over the pants underneath the skirt. And you can always take off the skirt and use it as a cape. So I think that's the best costume for today. Oh my God, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely no idea. What is Grey Gardens? Okay. That is... Little Edie, got Edith it. Bouvier, Beal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, have it, you it. seen Grey Gardens? No, I haven't. No, I know. <gasps> Things we'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Things we will watch someday. Okay, great. And I mean the original um, documentary, Grey Gardens. Right, not with um, Drew Barrymore and That's um, right. Jessica Lang. True. Though that one was fine. Mm-hmm. For 500. Sometimes it makes me sad, though. Andy being gone, I have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright. And when they fly away, the part of you that knows it was a sin to lock them up does rejoice. But still, the place you live in is that much more drab and empty that they're gone. I guess I just miss my friend. Well, it's Shawshank Redemption, but That's is right. Shawshank a color? No, but red is oh. in the word redemption. <laughs> That's a stretch, <laughs> but but it works. But I know that quote. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, I did pretty well there. Toot toot. All toot, right. Toot. Well, guess what? 
what? It's time for a Teton rhyme time. Oh, great. So this is a three. I'm not going to lie. I almost wrote this and I'm glad I didn't. Great. So this is a three part rhyme and it may create a sentence. It may not be like black stack Mac. You know, it's okay. going to actually some of them will be sentences. Okay. Great. So we've got five of them. They are things that are Teton relevant, but not necessarily fully Teton related, if that makes sense. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, This outdated or outmoded shut in of a forest creature with gigantic antlers. It's not obsolete, right? It's not, but it starts with... OBS. Is it obtuse? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's an obtuse recluse moose. That's correct. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. I immediately thought obtuse, and I was like, that would work. Yeah. But I wanted to remember the word obsolete. Okay. Great. Um, for 200, if I had lunch with this Diane of First Wives Club fame in this national park named after its spectacular mountain rage. So it's eaten with Keaton... In Teton. <laughs> in, gra- in Grand Teton. It is. It's eaten in Teton with Keaton, but I'll accept your answer too. <laughs> Great. For 300. If you found these people, the middle two parts of the term wasp, at this store, which has surf and skate brand apparel, in this gateway community to the Tetons. What is... Anglo-Saxon Paxson Jackson. Yes. What is Anglo-Saxons at Paxson in Jackson? (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. For 400, this super quiet, exclusively secret, but comfortable and beautiful sable-ended tool for acrylics, oils, and watercolors. Is it Hush Lush Brush? You're close. What is the hush hush plush paintbrush? <laughs> <laughs> the hush hush plush paintbrush. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for five hundred, <laughs> I imagine that being a store. But anytime somebody comes in, you go shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> for five hundred. This extremely happy lassie-like dog, named after a typically spiked plant in the evergreen family. A jolly collie holly. What a is jolly the, holly collie. What is the jolly collie named Holly? <laughs> this has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. That's Gaze, G A Z E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gaze shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. 